This is HPR episode 1694 entitled My Apod Downloader. It is hosted by Dave Morris's and is about 22 minutes long. The summary is, my simple Perl script to download the astronomy picture of the day each day. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This is Dave Morris. My HPR episode today is called My APOD Downloader, which is pretty cryptic. Um, APOD, APOD stands for Astronomy Picture of the Day. Now you've probably heard of the Astronomy Picture of the Day. Uh, it's a website. It's existed since 1995 and it's provided by NASA in combination with Michigan Technological University and it's created and managed by Robert Nemiroff and Jerry Bunnell. The FAQ on the site says the APOD archive contains the largest collection of annotated astronomical images on the internet and I think it's pretty cool and I really like some of the images being a bit of a an enthusiast uh, for things astronomical. So Let me tell you about the the downloader. I'm a KDE user and as a consequence I quite like a moderate amount of bling. I'm also old-fashioned so I suppose that fits as well. I quite like to have a picture on my desktop and I like to use KDE's ability to rotate the wallpaper pictures every so often. So I want a collection of images so to this end I download the astronomy picture of the day on my server every day and make the images available through an NFS mounted volume so I can see them on the various machines I have. So in 2012 I wrote a Perl script to do this downloading. Um, I This is one of the most early forays that I made into um, scraping of websites and um, excuse the noises off the cat is determined she wants to join in with me and I've closed the door on her uh, so she's determined to get in um, so I used a fairly primitive HTML parsing technique I'm not a great fan of web things again shows I'm fairly old-fashioned I suppose seems a clunky way to get hold of information programmatically anyway 
this was a challenge I wanted to, to take up and so I've been improving this script over the intervening years and now I use a Perl module called HTML Tree Builder which I think is a lot better at parsing HTML. The version of the script that I actually use myself includes the Perl module Image Magic which interfaces to the awesome Image Magic Image Manipulator I can't say that word image manipulation software suite um, if you've never looked at this this is amazingly cool it's got lots of tools in it it's a library and it's also got loads of commands let you do some pretty amazing things with images uh, build GIFs, split GIFs apart all sorts of animated GIFs that is and uh, transform images in all manner of wonderful ways so in the version I use I, I annotate the downloaded image with the the title that of the image which it's which I parse from the HTML, and I do that so I can when I see them come up on my screen I know what they are. But the script I'm offering here is called Collect Apod Simple, and it doesn't use Image Magic. I thought it best to omit this and give you a simpler version because installing Image Magic can be a little bit um, difficult and uh, m more I guess the, uh, the installation of the Perl module I might be wrong, I don't know but certainly I've had problems with it and I thought it was probably best not to give you, if you wanted to, to follow this to give you the task of fiddling around with this stuff uh, there's also the fact that I, I've maybe not perfected this annotation stuff as well as I could have done and there are issues with it if the image is a sort of reasonable size not a very great re resolution then uh, the title looks great but if it's a very very high resolution image then the title is absolutely minute and you can't read it and I haven't yet worked out how to fix that so um, this more advanced script called uh, collect apod and the one I'm talking about today the simple one are both available on the Gitorius repository and there's a link in the show notes to uh, where you can get them. They're actually in a repository with various other odds and ends that I've written for HPR over the years so you'd probably be best to download the whole lot, clone the whole Git repository, it's not very big and then either pick out the bits you want and throw the rest away or um, just live with the uh, with this small amount of space being used up. So let's talk about the code then. If you if you're a Perl user, you have any understanding of Perl, if you've used it at all, you'll probably look at this script and think it's pretty simple. It is. It is pretty simple. Basically, all it does is work out the date for which you want the um, the image. Normally, this would default to today's date. But you can also ask for dates in the past or in the future, but you won't get them. Um, it downloads the HTML after having built a URL from the from the date and the uh, the other details. And um, it, uh, it having pulled down the HTML, that's the thing that contains the title, which is not relevant in this case, but in case you ever want to use the other one, and it contains the the image or at least a link to the image, and the script then 
finds this image in the various links in the page and downloads the, the image and puts it where the where you have defined the, uh, the drop place to be. So what I've done is I've included a, a listing of the script with annotations. It's pretty heavily commented anyway, but the annotations are there to try and explain what the different sections do. You can't really use the the script as it stands. I suppose you could cut it, cut and paste it if you wanted to, but you could just go and get the, the Git repository, the Gitoris repository, um, if you want to try running it. So I'm just going to read through the various uh, additions I've made, the annotations I've made to this, so that you can get some idea of what it's what it's doing. Build scripts that I write always start with a standard preamble, and you can skip over that. It's just a big comment. And um, there are three modules that are required by the script. There's one called LWP User Agent, and this is a um, a vintage Perl module uh, for performing web downloads and uploads and all manner of uh, web-related activities. This one actually identifies itself as an agent when it's doing the, the download. Date time is the, the next module. That's just a thing for generating uh, dates in various formats. That's another venerable module. And uh, the one I mentioned before, HTML Tree Builder, is the um, the parser for the HTML. So that's that's just the the preamble. There's a bit of other stuff that follows on from this. There's various variables that are used to give you the uh, the well, what the the critical one should you ever want to use this is an, a variable called image base and it defines where you want the image to be placed. It's a, a directory. It should be a directory. In my particular case, it's using the environment variable home, concatenating it with the directory backgrounds slash apod. So all of my images get dropped in there. And that's actually the mount point. That's the mountable volume, the mountable directory, I should say, that I use on my server. So the script collects, potentially connects a date, looks for a date on the command line. If it's not defined, then it will just build one. Uh, the date must be in uh, YYD, MMDD format. In other words, two-digit year, two-digit month, two-digit day. So if you type it in yourself, it's got to be in that fixed format. If if uh, the script generates it, it generates that form from the current day. If it doesn't get the script doesn't get a date in this format, uh, then it will abort. So this date is then used to build the URL, which simply contains the the last sort of element of it. it consists of the letters AP followed by this date. HTML. In case you're interested, uh, when you actually click on the uh, APOD site itself, the uh, the URL you see is 
astropix.html. It ends with that. The format of that is slightly different from the one that the script is going for. So I don't actually download that one with the script. The There's another version of this which is in the sort of archival format because all of these pictures are archived back to the, the original original one back in 95, uh, did I say it was? Um, they're all archived on the site so uh, they all conform to this uh, AP datestamp.html format. So I've given an example of what it might look like in the in the show notes there and the annotation to the script. So having constructed the URL, the the script um, there's a there's a lot of declarations and generally fiddling about. There's a there's a lot of debug stuff in here which is switched on in the, the released version. So you get to see what it's going to download um, and where it's going to put it and everything. You can easily switch that off by editing the thing to change the uh, variable debug, capital D-E-B-U-G, on line 44. You can change that to zero and it'll shut up. So having gone through all this stuff then we then come on to the bit which does the download that's uh, lines 111 to 114 and um, it's using this um, LWP user agent that I mentioned uh, it uh, pulls the page down if it was successful if the download was successful then the HTML is actually in a data structure in memory and um, it's simply passed to HTML uh, Tree Builder, which builds this rather uh, exciting multi-layered structure of Perl data, uh, which can then be examined. So, assuming that all of that has worked, that the download was successful and the parse has begun, the script then loops through looking for the for links a tags in in html there are going to be lots of them because there's lots and lots of, of of links out of the the document usually and one of them uh which is actually part of an image tag uh usually contains a pointer to the image the image that you see on the on the website is not the the one that i'm actually interested in it's uh, a smaller version of it, so it's actually embedded in the page. There's usually a much, much bigger version of this image that's, uh, that you get if you click on the, the image on the web page. So it's that one I'm after. So I simply find uh, all of the, the links and look at each one to see if it contains uh, .jpg or .png on the end of it. And if it does, then the loop stops because we reckon we found it. Obviously, this this is fairly primitive. If there are other images of any sort on the on the page, it'll only get the first one, which might not be the one you want. Um, but it's been pretty reliable. I've been running this for years now, so and it's it's done its job pretty well. So um, you're welcome to go and hack this around <laughs> if you wish, and. Uh, let me know what you do if you if you do do that. I'd be interested. So uh, th- this loop is at uh, from lines 141 to 148, and 
we hope at the end of that, where well, we've either not found an image at all, which is possible because it the the page might contain a um, a, a GIF um, animated GIF GIF. I don't know how you say that, uh, or a video. And we're not interested in either of those. So there's a check down in lines 153-155 that says if the loop stopped but didn't didn't stop because it hit a, an image then we can't go on there's nothing else to do exit abort so um, if on the other hand we have a what looks like an image then we will pick out the URL and get ready to download it so there's some stuff, there's some statements which are preparing the URL. Uh, one of the things I do just because I'm fussy in that way is that in some cases, for some reason or other, the images end in JPG in capitals. And I always convert them to lowercase, partly because the viewers that I use seem to ignore capital JPGs. Um, but uh, at least they have done at some point in the past so do that and then the having done that then all we need to do is to make a request an HTTP request Um, this is using the LWP library I mentioned before the module Uh, make a request to download this this particular uh, file this image I should say and um, this is simply downloaded straight to the file that it's destined for and fairly didn't actually explain that too well the image file the file that is, that's going to get the image stored in it is made up from the uh, the path that I mentioned earlier on with the name of the file stuck on the end of it and the name of the file is extracted from the last element of the URL so that's not very, nothing very sophisticated there so either this will either succeed or it will fail if it succeeds a message is printed saying um, in debug mode that is explaining that the, the file was downloaded uh, if it failed then the script will abort with an error message so really that's all there is to it so I normally run this from a cron a cron job on my server which runs 24-7 and it runs some weird time of the day I can't remember when I ran it I think I think I discovered that the uh, image doesn't actually get put up until sometime in the, the early morning UTC and I think I run this at about 7 in the morning or something. So there's plenty of time for it. 7 UTC, that is. Um, so there's plenty of time for it to have been put up and uh, and settled down and everything. Uh, and I download it then. Um, so really, that's that's all there is to it. So I hope you find that interesting and, uh, and possibly useful and uh, get to play around with it. There's a bunch of links in the show notes to the various things I've mentioned and um, uh, a link to the Gatorius repository where all of this stuff lives. So, hope you find it.
interesting. If you do, let me know. Okay, thanks. Bye now. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.